Hi, this is Monica. And hey, hey, this is Melody. And welcome to the Invisible Women Podcast. So today we are going to be discussing, just got news in about the Roe versus Wade overturn support, excuse me, Supreme Court decision. And, you know, this hit home for us. Obviously, we're Black women. Obviously, this is going to impact um, Black women heavily. And so we just wanted to talk about this and um, really kind of just get into it for today. It's Friday, um, but these are important issues that we need to be paying attention to because, um, in my opinion, this is a broader um, grand scheme of things. I mean, it's, it's, it's more than just preventing a woman from making a choice to abort an unwanted child. It's simply taking away a woman's rights and it puts black women in a, in a even more difficult position because we already have things that we battle against. We're underpaid. A lot of times our insurance isn't the best insurance. Um, and being heads of household sometimes. So, Melody, um, let's just get right in. Yes, Monica, like you said, um, I've been watching the news since early this a.m. and just really don't know how to feel. You know, there's okay, part of me, you know, I'm, I feel saddened, for one. I feel frustrated, a little bit angry. And for several reasons, like you said, the work that we do is trying to, you know, empower Black women, uh, help women gain economic stability. We know for centuries that has been an issue here in the U.S. for uh, women and specifically Black women, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we are, you know, we always say this, but this quote is so true. That's the first thing ringing in my mind is the Black women, the most unprotected, disrespected, right, in the U.S. society. And here we are again. I feel like, you know, we, if, we felt we're, the work that we're doing and many other organizations have been doing for decades and just the shoulders that we stand on for all the, you know, advocates for um, black women equality. It just feels like, how are we back here? <laughs> mm. How are we back here? And I say it for several reasons. And I think that, you know, I'm definitely pro-choice. Um, I think that it definitely should be a woman's right to decide um, where they are in their life if they encounter a pregnancy if they're in a position on several reasons you know mentally physically financially mm -hmm. those are all areas that affect you know the black community black women um just inadequate health care you know we're talking about unequal pay i right. mean we're seeing even now today just with inflation and just the um trickle down effect of the pandemic how families not just pregnant women right we're talking about mm -hmm. families, working class families let's be clear um have been um put in a financial situations to where they're struggling to survive right right and so here we are now with something you know with this roe versus way being overturned even though you know now it gives states the rights to decide many right. conservative states many states in the south where we know that southern yeah. are is really high with black folk um are going to more than likely put this in play right um you know we're in california a little bit more of a liberal state but at the end of the day it provides an even further wealth gap in in, in, in just 
economic gap for people like us as we're trying to push the needle forward. And right. so I think now more than ever, I'm going to give you a chance because I'm like, yeah, it's so many thoughts <laughs> in my head. I think now more than ever, the yeah. work that we're doing, people need to get on board. And I say that because, you know, when you and I started this, what, six years ago, you know, it came on the backs of the documentary, just talking about the inequalities in the workplace, right? And then mm-hmm. we realized this pay gap. Um, a lot of people were kind of like, and let's be honest, there wasn't a lot of support, right? When we did this, um, in the circle that we knew people were like okay right. we do this it was kind of like we know this and we accept this and mm-hmm. the mentality of i'm going to work every day i am getting paid i do have a job big deal but this is this you know we're trying to make change for future for situations like this because now you got teens there's still going to be teen pregnancy right there still are going to be young women that are going to encounter pregnancies that could have been you know a, a situation you know what if a rape issue right um that right. Happens. none of that is going to change because this has been overturned what are you what is going to be left people are going to put their health at risk their their mental state is going to be at risk their financial state is going to be at risk you're going to get more children that are going to be going into the system right that are going to be taken away this is already happening prior to this and so is it going to heighten and increase the numbers? Yeah, they already said black and brown women um, have higher numbers of getting abortions because they're just inequality for economic resources. And, you know, it it's not, doesn't mean that we're just being irresponsible all the time. That's what people want to say, right? You may just be in a situation to where you just can't proceed. Right. And I think that should be a woman's choice. And so right. it just reminds me of going back, honestly, to the days of slavery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just want to talk about, you know, really just the, what does this mean, particularly where you're located mm-hmm. in the region? So like you mentioned, it's going to impact Southern states. Um, California is just one state. I mean, right. And, and let's just be clear, the cost of living in California is so high that a lot of Black women are relocating. That part. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> They're relocating to the southern states. I know yep. a lot of people that have relocated to Houston. Houston is one of the most conservative states. Even though it's a lot of us out there, we have a lot of business opportunities out there, that's a really conservative state. And so they're definitely one of the ones that that were on board to mm-hmm. overturn Roe versus Wade. So then Georgia, we yeah, about Georgia, Carolina, states so, are- and, and again, these are states that are heavily populated with black women. So then right. when you think about this a little bit further, now you're going to have a lot more illegal abortion. So now you're going back into time, probably way before you and I were even born, when people were really doing whatever it is they needed to do. You've heard stories and people threw themselves down the staircase or or even, you know, painfully enough, used a coat hanger. I mean, there are some stories out there. I think um, one of the senators shared her story. I can't think of her name, but she actually shared a story where she said she had to go to Mexico. Um, she's here from the Bay Area. She said she had to go to Mexico and get it done. And she said that it was the most horrific experience she has ever had in her lifetime. And she was a teenager. Um, so just even talking about the illegal part of it, because, you know, people are not not going to stop getting pregnant so that's that's the other thing that a lot of the republicans are trying to sway well you know you need to think about a, uh, 
you know, birth control and, and forms of um, preventative ways. And that's that's true. That's valid. But let's be honest. Now we're talking about people. There are people all the time getting taken advantage of in their own home. Well, that's right. What happens to those young folks that that happens to, or even adults? It's not just children that get taken advantage of. And honestly, that's that, those are situations that have happened way back when in your mm-hmm. days, where things like that would happen. You know, in, in in communities, in families, and then they would ship somebody off somewhere, right, to either you know go have a, a abortion um, in secret, or you know have a baby and no one ever know and give the baby away. And so now, are we going to move back into days like that? No, absolutely not. And then, you know, just even also now just kind of sliding into the the whole pay gap, because that's another one of the things that we're passionate about, just knowing that Black women are one of the most underpaid women. So, you know, now we're talking about, okay, let's just say a woman even could be in a marriage, okay? Say she comes up pregnant. There are situations where people are married. It's not always a situation where, oh, it's a teen or Mm -hmm. you're in college and now you don't want a baby. No, there are situations in your home where there is a family that decides that, hey, we cannot take care of another child right now or we can't even have our first child right now. There could be medical reasons. There could be financial reasons. There are many reasons why women get abortions. It's not always directly um, yeah they were being irresponsible exactly exactly and i think that picture is always trying to be painted about black women being irresponsible when it comes to um, sexual intercourse and that is not always the case a lot of times that's probably you know 25 20 percent of the case you know so now what what are you doing with the other 75 percent there um and then we have to also think about that you know i know that the the numbers show that black women are having abortions at higher rates but just think about it you know white women and girls have abortions at absolutely rates as well but the thing you gotta understand is is that being reported because of their um you know maybe their privilege or financial status you wouldn't know about it <laughs> well right someone right. that's in their family or circle of friends that can do it and you wouldn't ever know about it so that's not being accounted for it's not being reported right to the census so you know right I think that's why most people feel like well you know that they they're the ones that's always doing that and you know we're irresponsible I think it's across the board but at the end of the day I think like you say privilege access to um, adequate health care financial resources and all that is what affects black women and so you see Right, the 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 negative um, effect when we're in a position to not be able to um, to positively take care of, of a child. Right, and I want to also to go into the mortality rate for Black women because exactly. we had a doula on our podcast some months mm-hmm. back, and we spoke about that um, because now more and more you're starting to see a lot more media coverage on how Black women are going into the hospital, happy to birth a child, and never coming out because they ended up they end up passing away during birth because, as we know, pain is not taken seriously while you're in the hospital. You know, and this goes back mm-hmm. to slavery days. They always felt like Black people they don't feel pain 
Um, they don't have feelings. You know, all this stuff goes back to slavery and how they try to depict us um, so that we could just be a worker mule, for lack of better words. Um, so now you're going back to the mortality rate. So now you have a situation, and I'm just always thinking about somebody that's even being taken advantage of. You have a young girl that's been taken advantage of. Now she ends up pregnant. Now she has to go through this labor. A lot of times, like we have mentioned, that insurance might not be the best. Okay? These doctors don't truly care. You have some, but a majority of the doctors could care less about your health, and never mind you saying that you're in pain. Okay, so now we have a little bit of a, um, it feels like this could be a great way to kill off a lot of black women, mm-hmm. a good population of black women. Because if we know now that black women are dying at higher rate than white women when you're going into labor, what would be the difference? Because an abortion is actually a surgery mm-hmm. and you bleed quite heavily. And if you don't have the right insurance, if you're not going back for a second and third checkup, just even think about this. Now you have women coming from Southern states and just say they're coming here to California. Now they get this abortion. Now they funds are already might be low. You don't have enough money to stay in the hotel for two to three weeks to go back for a checkup. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You get your abortion maybe for the night or the night after, and then you're headed back home to your Southern state. But there may be some checkups that need to happen. And let's be clear that now since this has been overturned now it is illegal so now if you get home and you're having complications from having an abortion in another state how do you even go to your doctor's office back in your hometown and explain what happened they have to document all that right yeah now, so, so now it's a bigger it's a bigger thing everybody's saying oh well we you know Oakland could be the the safe um haven space to get abortion yes that's good and that's great but we also need to make sure that there's plenty of funding available so that these women can stay here for a couple of weeks and be seen and make sure that everything has went as planned because all an abortion is is, is it's a surgery it's a surgery and it's a pretty big surgery and so, you know, those are the things that I'm thinking about. And those are ways that I'm thinking about now. Black women have another umpteenth thing that we have to deal with being a black woman in America. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Well, to me, it also feels like, you know, there's an agenda, you know, unfortunately. Absolutely. You, know, you know, there's probably people that might listen to this. And, you know, if you're listening to it and you're saying what you're saying, good. I hope you get educated and, and get some knowledge on today because this is the Black woman experience. So this may not, um, right, <laughs> be geared yeah. towards you. Yeah. But you know, And by the way, I want to mention, we different. get emails all the time. And I'm just assuming these are white women or women of not uh, the African descent. And, you know, they tell, why do you always talk about race? Why do you always have to specify? Well, you know what? Because I'm a black woman and that is my story. And I'm not going to stop sharing my story and my experience because I don't have to. Right. And if you don't understand it and you can't relate to it or you don't want to learn about what we experience, that is your choice as well. I'm not right. coming to your email asking you, why are you asking me these questions or why are you posting what you're posting? And so, you know, we definitely deal with that a lot. I know um, for our film, we deal with that a lot. Um, you know, we just block people. Um, don't listen. Turn your head. The same way people feel about Trump. Oh, well, if they don't want to hear it, then don't follow them. That's the same way we feel. 
Right. Same way we feel. Um, I would like to know your thoughts on this, listeners. How are you feeling? because you know a lot of you or or seeing it on your timeline and just feeling like oh well I'm fine you know my tubes are tied or I don't want any kids but let's just think about this as a collective how is this going to impact your system how does it impact your cousin your best friend because trust and believe me if you're a black woman it's going to impact somebody that's close to you in in your life well, in another way, it's going to impact your community in some way mm-hmm. because you're going to find, I mean, right now, especially here in the Bay Area, homelessness is at an all-time oh, high. My right? God. I mean, I, and I'll just tell this story um, quickly because, um, and you were with me, this was about probably about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were down um, by the lake and we were going to Vegan Mob and we were getting out oh, the car. Yeah. Remember, mm-hmm. we were getting out the car, we were getting ready to grab something to eat um, because it's like a stand. Um, and as I was pulling up, there was a black woman with a little girl little girl look like my daughter eight years old they're out there just kind of playing you could tell that was her possibly her only child they were just playing and kind of on the street but i seen yeah. she me as i was parking and so um i got off the car and she did not look homeless at all mind you just look like a you know someone that was out with their child for the day when i got out um she walked up to me and she said, um, when you get a chance, because she said I was getting ready to go order my food. She said, can you, I wanted to ask you something. I said, okay, sure, um, sis. So I go order my food. I come back and she looked at me and I mean, her eyes just started to well up. And the little girl, she had said something to me. I like your hair or something. No. She told me, yeah, I said, I got a little girl your age. And she, the mom started looking at me. And she said, you know what? You know, I wouldn't normally do this. And she said, but I just want to ask you, um, did you have, she said, $24. She said, my daughter and I, she said, we're homeless. And mm. she said, um, we went to a homeless shelter and you know they were full which I know that to be true mm-hmm. and she said which is full and she said I just wanted to get a hotel for the night for me and my daughter she said if you have $24 this she was like and you know I can tell I have discernment of the spirit I can tell right. that she was pretty you know because sometimes people ask us for money and you know you going to get drink drugs you're just trying to scam little because and she said you know I hate and her daughter was looking at me which like I said I seen my daughter and her daughter and I know that this is a real story for many black women this don't have to be you on drugs this don't have to be you mm-hmm. you know I got an addiction this is just a everyday uh situation that's affecting regular people like you and I one and paycheck you know, away everybody one, one paycheck, paycheck away. away don't ever forget that and I didn't question it. I said hold on there was a bank of America right now that ain't even my bank and I said let me go I'm gonna get charged a fee but something puts in my spouse I'm gonna get this lady and I did and I went and you know like I said these I'm not saying this story for any type of recognition I'm saying it because these are situations that are happening in t- today's society what is it gonna look like right for what if states that um, put this ban in play, you're going to see more of this. You're going to see more of it. So will it affect you? Even if you say no, well, you know, I'm, I'm um, pro-life, um, you know, have all this. everybody's not in a situation, like I said, to be able to take care Take care of children like this should, but the lady looked like she was a bitch. The daughter the smile and looked like she was happy. I gave it to her and I gave a little extra and I said, God bless you. And she started say, Hey, you don't you don't have to explain anything else to me. And the little girl told me thank you. And I like I said, she just looked like a mom, like myself. Yeah. You know, a young mom trying to make it. And at least she got her child. There's so many women whose child's in the system. They give them away, they get taken away. She was trying to do what she could. And so, you know that definitely inspires me to keep doing the work that we're doing because sometimes we're just in a situation, right? And we need the community to just build us up, help us out. Some people need it. Some people need it. 
And so, you know, I, I, I'm just thinking of, you know, God, where is this going to put us in the work that we do? And I just hope that there's more resources that's going to be provided to women and families that are going to be in an even further situation economically with this happening. I'm really, I'm really concerned. Yeah. Well, it is, it's, it's very concerning, um, in general, because all do now making this type of decision already taking women's rights away, what is going to be next? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is going to be next is the question, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's um, what do we do? What is the call to action? What is the call to action? This is our particular platform that we use to express ourselves. But what else can we do? What do we, you know, we're located in California, but what do we do for our neighboring um, sisters in different states? What do we do? What do we do? How do we handle this? Because, you know, there is a such thing as a filibuster, but from my understanding, you know, the filibuster was what happened a couple of years back, and that's how it kind of got back on track this year. And then they just made this decision to overturn it. Um, so, you know, what is the call to action? What do we do to, to any politicians out there that might be listening to this podcast? What should we do? How how can we get in order to, to fight this? What do we do? Share your thoughts. Um, we're hoping that you guys are having a good Friday. We're hoping that you guys are paying attention and keeping abreast on what's going on because, again, if it doesn't impact you uh, directly, it is impacting your neighboring sisters. I'm just going to leave it like that. And lastly, we hope that you continue to support um, our group and uh, organizations that are pushing for equality for Black women, pay-wise, because we're going to need more pay. You know, cost of living is going up. Inflation is real. And guess what? It's not going nowhere. So mm -hmm. we can continue to get underpaid, make the same money we made five years ago, 10 years ago. How about two years ago, pre-pandemic? We mm -hmm. have to continue to um, increase, right? So that we're able to get... Um, be a part of uh, the wealth that's out there in the U.S. economy that we have for a long time um, not been privy to. We owe it for generations to come. And we'll be having more um, information on works that we're doing and we ask you to please support. Please support. Please support. 